What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings Rerun number one. <laughs> this is the Coherent Ramblings. <laughs> I, w- I would not clarify as coherent. <laughs> I guess when you put someone's insane ramblings into some sort of order. Mm, so this is, I wouldn't call it a best of because that has some <laughs> kind of uh, expectations along with it. Well, it also implies that some bits are better than others, which is not true. No, the whole show is amazing. Right. All <laughs> 100 episodes have been uh, top notch. You could not compare. <laughs> but, laugh a minute. Right. But these are some of our favorite moments yeah. from the show, I will say. These date back to like... You know, some super old school stuff mm-hmm. where we might have recorded it with a mic attached to a chair. <laughs> a wooden chair. So, so some of them will sound like we're down a well and down that well is a Foley effects lounge. <laughs> yeah, the, the audio quality definitely fluctuates a bit, <laughs> but the content is what matters. Yeah, and that never fluctuates. Oh no, solid gold, baby. So uh, strap yourself in and uh, if you've already heard these then sometimes it's nice to, you know, re-listen. And if you haven't, then, well, what a treat you've got ahead of you. But uh, I think these are a good way of introducing people to the show. If, you know, you've seen like, oh, shit, there's so many episodes. Where do we start? Start here. (laughs) This also um, gives you a bit of a chance to catch up over some of your favorite moments before we get to our big 100th episode and just see all the different stuff we've covered and some of your favorite segments that we might not do anymore. Right. So uh, leading up to the 100th episode, we'll be releasing one of these every week and then every other week a new episode of Insane Ramblings as per usual. So uh, let's kick this one off. We've got Eat the Pickle. My, uh, <laughs> my adventures with Brendan's dad will be like one of the first segments that you hear. What are some of your favourite moments from this one? Uh, I quite like Get Cereal too with the spiders. Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird kind of spur of the moment <laughs> tangent that happened. When Ben was talking about the time there were some spiders mating in his, uh, in his shower. Yeah, we've got... The Russell Mapubes saga. <laughs> a solid fave, Russell, oh, yeah. Russell Mapubes. <laughs> we also go back if you want to go some uh, super old school when I was talking in my sleep with my girlfriend uh, about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we zoom almost all the way back to episode tw- around the around the 20s. So that was definitely three or four years ago. So you get some old stuff. There's some new stuff in there. Some stuff for our time on your radio and some stuff from more recent times. Exactly. So uh, enjoy and uh, thanks for listening. Buy a taxi. A service. Guys, to continue this uh, this angry dads thing. Yes. Oh, are you going to bring up the angriest dad of them all? I don't know. Am uh, I? I think so. I don't think so. Actually. Is he American? Yes. Yeah, he's pretty angry. Really? Yeah, he's an angry dad. I know exactly who it is. Are we talking old about man Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Father Nick. Have you got some? Have you got <laughs> Saint some, Nick? Have you got some Saint Nick tales? I don't have any good tales. He's just an angry man. Right. So, but I think it's because his son purposely infuriates him. <laughs> There's a possibility. See, that's the problem I have. I feel like maybe he wasn't a bear to start with. And they poked him to the point he became a bear. And then when he became a bear, they poked him until he became an angry bear. So what you're saying is don't have kids. No, I'm just saying if you don't want an angry dad, Mm. don't turn him into a bear and keep poking him. Oh, (laughs) perfectly assisting. Thank you. So I was at my friend's house. Yes. And uh, Recently? About a week and a half ago. Oh, okay. That is recent for you guys. The the father is American, which... It, it seems like there's something to that that makes it more intimidating. Mm, or comical sometimes. That hasn't been my experience. 
Did he say she ate my soul and pooped my bones? No, I would have maybe uh, been able to uh, stand some ground if that was the case. <laughs> but I crumbled like a leaf in the situation. Oh, no. Is leaves the go-to for crumbling? What would you say? I don't know. I think it is. I don't know. I told my dad yesterday <laughs> some more logic for you. Yeah. They threw me out like yesterday's jam. Okay. And he's like, why would you throw out yesterday's jam? Shouldn't it be tomorrow's jam? And I was like, what? Why would you throw out tomorrow's jam? Yeah. And he said, I don't know, probably to soften the berries. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's like, yesterday's jam, I mean, it may be expired, but only by a day. Yeah, so or, like, you could still use that. Throw it out like a month ago's jam. Yeah, that's right. Yesterday's jam is too recent. Jam's still pretty good. Even jam keeps well yeah. as well. So, yeah, he was thinking throwing me out like tomorrow's jam. Then because thereby it's, squashing it's the berries ripe. and tenderizing them. I don't think anyone's needing to uh, to wait for jam to mature. That's true. So I'm at, I'm at this friend's house and he's got an American dad and uh, I haven't done anything to piss him off yet. Wow. But the uh, the previous week I was over there and he wasn't his dad wasn't home, but there was a few hints at that he might be an angry dad. Oh, and no. so I was what like, were the hints? I don't want to poke the bear, as you say. Mm-hmm. So the first one is we were getting a drink before we were going out, pre-drinks. And uh, my friend didn't have any alcohol left. He's like, oh, we'll get my dad's supply. He's oh, like, you were oh. like, no, don't do it. He, he was like tossing was up whether or not to do it. Was it just you and friend drinking alone? Yeah, we That's were. a story in itself. It was like a pre-drink, so we were going out. You ah, know, all right. Trying yeah. to save a few bucks before the uh, party. Understood. Yeah, he was like tossing up and he seemed nervous as to whether or not we should take this alcohol. Oh, and I'm like, that's that's got to be sign. a go against. Exactly. So I'm like, well, if, you, if there's going to be if any. If you're nervous and he's your dad. Right. Yeah, I'm not. If there's going to be any problem, let's just leave it. You're he's barking like, no, no. up trouble tree. It'll be cool. He won't notice, blah, blah, blah. Wrong. He will. Then the other thing is they were cooking dinner and I kind of came in in the middle of it while uh, this was happening. And when you reached into the alcohol cabinet, Chinese stars flew out and killed our friend. <laughs> yeah, everything was booby-trapped. <laughs> they were making chicken Kiev, and it was on like a metallic tray yep. from the oven. And uh, Later, he handed your friend's head yeah, to yeah. Um, King chicken, Herod on that tray. Chicken Kiev and, uh, and my friend's brain. <laughs> Is a King Herod not important? And so they were making chicken Kiev, and my friend like cuts it in half, he offers me some. Oh shit, and what's inside? And a passive-aggressive note? There was actually delicious, hey, uh, delicious butter and herbs. Ah, yeah. Did they spell out "Hey asshole"? Maybe I didn't look too closely. <laughs> so he's cutting it on this tray. Was it homemade chicken Kiev? No, I don't think so. Ah, okay. And because uh, I was impressed, I, I did the same. I cut the rest of it in half, and in the process, I think we like scratched the tray a bit. Instantly, yeah. instantly, your sister like beeline to this tray. Like she didn't even see us cutting it. She's like, "Did you cut this Kiev on the tray?" And he admitted it because, like, Foolish luckily he did. Mistake. But I was probably the one in reality who did more of who the damage. Who made the scratch, yeah. I'm like, first of all, who notices that? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all. Has she replaced her ears with dog ears? <laughs> it sounded like she didn't even hear it. She just sensed it. Wow. Like, holy shit, the tray's being scratched. I'm oh, my s- gosh. So she's got, like, I see tray scratches yeah, like sort if, of shit if, going on. If someone came to my house and scratched a tray, I wouldn't notice. I'd be clueless. Oh, I wouldn't notice for weeks, I, if ever. No, if... If I did see it, I'd be like, well, that must have been there forever. I'm not keeping track of it. Yeah, agreed. Yes. So that makes me think that... She was just waiting. People it was keeping, a trick tray. No, like, that must have been the first scratch ever on the tray. Oh, shit. And she made a big deal, like, well, 
the parents aren't going to like this when they come home. The dad has, like, got the same sixth sense of this tray oh, being no. scratched. What, what is this tray? Like, is it like... It was a, like a pizza tray kind is of thing. This is like, the tray where we keep grandma's ashes or something? Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was their uh, prize-winning trophy from the Australian Open yeah, that they served it on. So. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. I just feel like if you don't want something to get scratched, why are you shoving ki- chicken Kiev that, all over That was it? my thinking. Everybody knows people can't wait to hoe into chicken Kiev. Put something less delicious on there. <laughs> so uh, my friend owned up to it and I wasn't going to take oh, any of the blame. Keep your mouth shut. But I feel like after I left, that shit could have gone down about this tray scratch. Yeah. But I wasn't there to witness it, but these are just like little things that mounting evidence, right? So this next weekend, I'm over there and the uh, father is home. Uh-oh. He storms into the kitchen screaming about the new iPhone update. Yeah. And you know how like you update and then all of a sudden nothing works? I was okay. It didn't happen to me. Well, there was like one or two things that like his apps had been moved around. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So it's a bit... Okay, I thought he was screaming at Brendan for... He'd like... He was working on iOS 7 it, or something? It seemed like that. <laughs> it was almost like that Brendan was solidly responsible. So, uh... I'm like, all right, here's my in. If like, I- hey, asshole, this iOS 7 shit, what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell, uh, I didn't realize he was moonlighting on... Um, as Apple uh, genius. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm like, all right, if I can fix this guy's problem, I'm like a bit of a techie. If oh. I, maybe I can get some points. Some dad points. Yeah. And Absolutely. And if, if I invariably fuck up in like the next five minutes... He'll be like, well, you scratched my tray, but at least you solved my iPhone problems. It evens out. Yeah, for sure. And so... You don't want your legacy to be the tray scratcher. Right. As his, you know, son's good friend. Unbeknownst as to whether or not I could fix his issues, I committed to solving them. Oh, no. That's uh, your first mistake. You never commit. And, like, while I'm quickly, like, on my phone Googling the solutions and, like... Why did you commit? Because I was confident in my abilities. Oh, no. That's your... Much like I'm confident in a one-on-one duel with a 14-year-old, I feel like I could beat this iPhone issue. Yeah, I just feel that's where you went wrong. It wasn't. I managed to solve it. Oh, wow. Okay. He was, like, shouting at it the whole time, like, getting more and more angry at Apple, at Steve Jobs, at, you know, iOS in general. So he um, activated the voice prompts. (laughs) Yeah, Siri was very (laughs) passive-aggressive. I often find that when I shout at the phone enough, it just does what I want. Exactly. But, no, I I solved his problem. He was still angry, but, like, I pacified him a little temporarily. Oh, well done. Okay. And so as a reward, I would say. You got to scratch the tray some more? Yeah, yeah. He was like, you can scratch the winning tray. He's like, I wasn't going to... We yelled at Brendan because he didn't earn his scratch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, here you, you go. You, scratch away, son. Yeah, this is... Uh, you you got to do something good for the family. Everyone who helps the family gets to scratch this tray once. <laughs> so Brendan's one scratch behind. <laughs> so uh, he was obviously taking pride at his pickle-making ability. Your friend? My friend's dad. Oh, right. Okay, how, that changed quickly. Dad. So, like, How as, did that relate? Well, he, he was just wanting to show off his prized pickle collection that he was brewing because uh, he was going on about how you couldn't get these pickles in Australia and I guess he was used to American pickles. They must be different somehow. Oh, and so probably, it sounded like he'd... Probably in- Steve Jobs' fault. Right. It sounded like he'd imported pickle-making equipment. Oh, like some I kind thought of it was kit. pickle-making know-how he'd imported. Well, obviously, you got to have both. But uh, he had, like, a jar of maybe, like, ten pickles all lined up that he'd been expertly uh, preparing earlier that day. And uh, he was showing them off to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, whatever. We were downstairs watching TV, and about, like, 20 minutes later, he's like, yo, Brandon, do you want a pickle? (laughs) 
it probably sounds less American than that, but in my no, mind. That's pretty dead on. Every time that I like think over this, he gets more and more American, maybe even Italian American. No, like. he sounds yeah, he sounds a bit like he's from Boston every time. Right. You're Brandon. Wanna pickle. He sounds like he's in um, one of the characters in Grand Theft Auto. He, he may have been Grand Theft Auto Four, is that what I'm going with? The Russians? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hey, uh, big American titties. Yes. <laughs> his his dad could have been Roman. But uh, we're just downstairs. We don't have any utensils or anything like that. And so Brendan just shouts up. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come have one later. Yeah. So I'm like, phew, I feel like I dodged a bullet here because if he's offering Brendan a pickle, chances are he'll offer me a pickle and I don't have a very broad palate. I'm not going to. Yeah, that's I don't, true. I don't want to eat a pickle. you've got the pickle dodge sort of led into by Brendan. Yeah. So, so there's another pickle dodger amongst you and you can also pickle dodge. <laughs> exactly. I can I can dodge with Brendan. He's already Yeah, there's he's been one pickle dodge. Yeah, that's right. And so uh but he's not having it. He's loving he's proud of his pickles. He's gotta have someone to show him off to. Yeah. Yep. And so Oh, uh, so you're more in the firing line post Apparently. But so he's you can hear like him upstairs rummaging around looking for a uh, plate or a knife or something that he can serve these pickles, pickles on. on. So eventually he uh just gives up and brings the whole jar downstairs. <laughs> Uh-oh. And so he turns to Brendan and he's like, Yo, Brendan, Yo, Brendan have a pickle. <laughs> and he doesn't have anything to give it to him. I forgot him you were visiting the Jersey Shore yeah. house. <laughs> um, but there's this series of uh, equipment that, I guess, tools that you would use to build one of those little armies. Um, huh? Like, like Warhammer uh, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So there's like the paints and the paintbrushes and like a board. and. So I, what is there, like those, what are those monkeys called? The barrel of monkeys? Is that what he's fashioned like into a chain to pull out a, mon- a pickle? Well, amongst, amongst this uh, selection of tools is a scalpel. Oh. So he, he picks up the scalpel. Holy crap, wow. And, and he starts using it as a knife. I'm going like, to be doing exactly what that guy says. <laughs> That's my thinking. Yeah, right? right? So he starts like digging into his jar of pickles and like stabbing at them to get one on the end of the scalpel. Oh, man. And he's like shoving it towards my friend's face to try and say, <laughs> yo, Brendan, eat the pickle. And he's got like a pickle and a scalpel in front of his face. He's like, I'm going to fucking eat the pickle. All right. Did he eat the pickle? He ate the pickle. Because <laughs> the other funny thing about said friend is I feel he doesn't get intimidated by his like well, erratic I father. I don't think he was intimidated. He's like grown up with this. That's what I feel. But he's never intimidated by his erratic father. Nor does he seem as especially erratic. But I feel like you grow accustomed to that kind of I thing. guess so. Me being an outsider looking in, I'm like, this is weird. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I know. I'm not going to say no to a man thrusting a scalpel in my face. Exactly. And so as he would, he turns to me, iPhone savior. He's like, you've earned some good graces. Eat the pickle. Oh no! So you were why did you, you earned a pickle or? Well, I feel like he would have offered me one regardless. Uh, uh, uh. Had I had he known that. But had you earned points for iPhone saving, or had you merely undone your previous mistakes? Had you earned enough well, points he, to he get out of? He didn't know about any of my previous uh. mistakes, but like, should he discover them, I was like in the plus. I felt. Yeah. But it seems like the polite thing if you're going to offer one person your pickle. Yeah, you don't, don't want to leave out everyone else. You give both people your pickles. <laughs> Are you Danny Zuko from Welcome Back, Cotter? No, Danny's you're thinking of two John Travolta characters. Oh. Danny Zuko is from Greece. Greece, yes. But John Travolta was also on Welcome Back, Welcome Cotter. Back Cotter. Doing the overly Italian they guy, right? They had very, very similar accents. They did. So, I uh, take the pickle off the end of you his scalpel. The oh, wow. 
Delicately, and, I imagine. Uh, delicately. And so, luckily, at this moment, he turns back to Brandon. Mm. So, I, like, I've had pickles in McDonald's burgers, and I, I got past the stage when I was maybe 12 or 13. Of pulling them out? Where I would pick it out. I love the pickle. I think it just I would out go of, out of the way to eat the pickle. Out of sheer laziness, I think it begun. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, that's not so bad. I actually like the pickle. In the uh, in the Big Mac context, I like a pickle. Yeah, I pick a pickle. On I used to own. eat other people's pickles. Should I... I like pickled onions. Were they pickled pickles? They were, yeah, pickles, like pickled cucumber. Or yeah. Like. What are pickles? Pickled cucumber? Yeah. It took me a while to work that out as yeah, well. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, luckily, this is like a sliver of a pickle, like much like you would use in a cheeseburger. Oh, it's so not, you didn't get a whole pickle it's not to a munch whole pickle. on. Okay. I took a bite. Like I put it, I put the whole thing in my mouth. Yeah, this is like strong. Yeah, yeah, B- mind blowingly strong. Because I guess what is it like sitting in vinegar? Yeah, I it's guess so. Some of, sort of pickling solution that's got to involve vinegar of some sort. Yeah, it's kind of just like I'm eating vinegar. vinegar. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you you went down the like you were the young boy trying his first alcohol and you sipped the shot basically. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but no, I tried to I tried to have the whole thing. Yeah, just I put swallow it all in that my mouth. bad boy. I took a bite Shut and then back. I was like, started like gagging. Oh no. And uh, luckily he's got his back turned to me talking to Brendan about how great his pickles are. Did you spit it into a plant like I, a 90s no, sitcom? There was nowhere to spit it. <laughs> was there a dog you could like mouth to mouth it to? To be honest, earlier the night uh, while I was eating their... Uh, you killed their dog. Actually, not that night, but when I was eating there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh, didn't want to bring that up on the show, but I'll admit it now. Uh, no, I already I already tried to um, get out of eating some of their other vegetables that I just scraped into the bin wow. <laughs> when their backs were turned. What is this family eating? Uh, vegetables, which apparently. is apparently not my uh, forte. Yeah. No, they're not your thing. I should have known. Yeah. So I'm like sitting next to him, but they can't see me. But I start like gagging, basically. Yeah. Trying to, yeah, your body's rejecting it, yeah. basically. That's a foreign object. <laughs> Luckily, I did have some alcohol that I could like, wash it down oh, with. Oh, nice. Yep. But like, if I didn't have that, I probably would have thrown it <laughs> <laughs> You're a quick-thinking man. You've managed to get out of the rage. But it was so close. But that would have induced rage for sure if you're oh, going to do anything Yeah, you to, can't to reject to a man's pickle. Dad. No. You've got to swallow that. That's, that's what they say. Yeah, I know. You cannot reject a man's pickle. But, uh, I, I mean... So you feel like you're currently ahead. I feel like I ate the pickle, I didn't throw up in front of him, and I fixed his eyebrow. It was probably like when you go and meet with a new village and they like offer you beetles head as a delicacy, right. it's like, like some wrapped kind in of poo or something. Weird tribal ritual that right. I have to go through. You have to eat the pickle. I ate the pickle. Right. of the journal. And you've just tuned in for the spider chat section of Get Serial. Well, I was going to make that the entire show, but <laughs> Vicky objected. Get spiders. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had, spider cereal. I had quite the uh, shock when I got up this morning, jumped in the shower and right above my head, two massive spiders. Oh, that is quite the shock. That happened to me last night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Do you two live together? Are you just secretly <laughs> yeah, dating? Yeah, you don't want to admit it to each other. Yeah. Uh, no, coincidentally, that was not the same spider, but were the spiders in your shower getting it on? No, they weren't. Well, that's... I didn't know spiders got it on. Apparently they do. Really? And it's extremely... Are you sure that's what they do you were doing? they're flowers and they just like wave the wind to yes. run past to pollinate? Basically, yes. I just thought spiders like duplicated like Borg or something. <laughs> I wish 
that would have been slightly less disturbing. I thought they just went into my spider. Into my spider. That's right. <laughs> I have an even bigger spider, which they go inside and multiply. Inside. Um, yes, into my bathroom and just started. It's reverse births. Actually, go into the spider and then somehow they're reborn. <laughs> that's yeah. That's when spiders want to relive their youth. <laughs> I want to have a second birth. Yeah, no, so it, I don't know if you've ever seen spiders getting I, on. Obviously not. But uh, I can say I have now. I don't really want to see it again. Yeah, no, don't rate it. Especially not at like pre 5 a.m. You're not going to say let's do it like they do on the Spider Channel? Well, if there was a whole <laughs> channel dedicated to that, then that might be appropriate. <laughs> but wouldn't it just look like a one? Like you wouldn't be able to see things going on, would you? It, it was kind of, like it kind of looked other? like extreme wanna, spider kissing or something. I don't want to make this dirty, <laughs> but do spiders have boy bits? I don't know. Maybe they just inject well, yeah. themselves or something. Like, do they? How do they? How do you think everything reproduces with the, the bits? Not necessarily. Not everything has bits. Sharks don't have bits. I mean, they have bits, like shark bits. Text in. <laughs> what they do is they release their boy bit juice on the egg that's already outside <laughs> the person. That was definitely not going on. <laughs> well, I really hope so. I was in the shower. Who knows what was like showering down upon me. <laughs> but like normally I'd I be in that. I can't believe they picked the shower. It's almost like they're human. Yeah, that's, that's what freaked me out. I didn't want to like watch them for being like, I was interrupting this moment or something. <laughs> like normally you see these spiders, like it's not like a regular occurrence. There's a really tiny radio playing like Magic Man or something. It was very, yes. Yeah, they were saying like, I, I wish we had a jacuzzi. Yeah, Just... they, they had the slow jams going on. I understand. <laughs> Mama, because He's a magic like, man. I, I feel like every so often you might see a single spider in the shower. Yeah, and it's like, well, I'll get As my in singular or it's no, it's single. on the prowl. For yeah, I was gonna say it's not in a relationship. Hot, hot spider women. <laughs> And uh, I'd hit it with my washcloth. Oh. No, I wouldn't hit on it. <laughs> hit on it. Hey, you said you see baby. a single hey, spider, spider in the shower and you hit that. Ever been with a four-legged guy? <laughs> <laughs> that would, I would be like an amputee to them. I don't yeah. know if I would be uh, their type. <laughs> but uh, I might like hit it with my washcloth. Like f- get it to go down the shower drain. Yeah. <laughs> but like here, I was like... That's too freaky. Like, the, there's always the danger when you're hitting a spider off the roof or something where they'll, they'll fall land on you. On you. Yeah. And especially, like, I've done that before and then it disappears. Yeah, It's like, worse. that's not a good scenario. I don't want to be naked and have <laughs> mysterious spiders somewhere in my vicinity. So I'm like, I'll leave you guys to it. And hopefully that will... Uh, They'll not interrupt me and have millions of spider babies on my head by the time I get out of this. Do you reckon shower. the spiders are like, ugh, what a perv? I, I felt like a perv. <laughs> More spider chat after this. Get cereal. Alice by Dick Diver there, and it turns out that spiders have dicks. You're on Get Cereal with Ben, Vicky, and Mason. Well, I, <laughs> I we Wikipedia'd this during the song break. That's why we had to go on a double song break, because I actually have a severe spider phobia. And it turns out Wikipedia is a visual medium. <laughs> and I did a bit of there on me, there on me, and uh, started taking clothes off. And then no one paid attention. <laughs> so it's, it's, it seems like for all those curious folks out there wondering how spiders reproduce, they inject their spider semen or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> into like their semen? mandibles. And then... The the term that Wikipedia used was they meander around <laughs> looking for a mate, which seems very casual to me. They're not as desperate as humans. What are you doing, son? Just going for a stroll. Yeah. Ooh, look, a lady spider. Just because well, you're desperate, Ben, doesn't mean every species is out there furiously marching around searching for a mate. If I had spider juice on my mandibles, <laughs> I would not be meandering. <laughs> 
How would you be moving? How does one move? Frantically jiving. Trying be to be jiving. Yeah, I'd be jiving towards a mate as quickly as possible. I'm like, get this stuff off of me. This is gross. Why do I have to reproduce this way? Hopefully spiders are less self-aware than So if me. humans reproduce that you put your juice on your mandibles, you would be searching frantically for someone to I take that off your I would never be having a baby. I'm really petrified of like snails and slugs. Yeah. yeah. And one time in bio we had to watch the reproduction cycles of different animals and we had it. to do it. So they're both, they're hermaphrodites. So they've got male and female bits, but they wrestle each other to be the, the dominant, the, the one, dominant one. So they try and rip off the male genitals by biting it off. Ooh. And if they no see- No you're afraid of them. And you know why they're, like, they're slow? They actually shoot barbs to paralyze each other as well. Wow. So they shoot a barb, then they wrestle each other to try and rip each other's crotches off. I wonder if I'm half slow. <laughs> <laughs> Which half are you shooting barbs on? <laughs> Just really yeah, got a big collection of junk. People keep trying to bite my mandibles off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I've got like that. Do you get that sensation when you see slugs that you get all hot and all cold? Because they're so aroused? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> and it's like when you step into my the shower. My spider sense is like tingling. <laughs> and like it just, just falls down all over you and you're like... Oh. And then you get paralysed. See, my brother and I were talking about our different phobias and his phobia is emus, right? Really? And he was, I was trying to argue that spider is surely the far more threatening animal of the emu-spider battle. Because, you know... age-old battle. <laughs> no one climbs into bed and thinks, if I go to sleep, an emu might come on my face. I... <laughs> That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. And That's on that note, we're going to in one place, play our drums here. C-O-M-E. C-O-M-E. Yeah, so we were t- discussing my emotions. And you can't even say the word properly. You can't say it. I think that's like from like Romeo and Michelle or something. Is it emotions? Emotions. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's just one of those words that do you ever get it where you just have to pronounce it strangely? No, because I have emotions and can display them. Well, like I don't necessarily mean that one word, but like um, Bon Jovi is another do you know one. What really makes me laugh when people pronounce nude. Nude. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. <laughs> It's got like too much of an emphasis. It's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. I can't answer the phone. I'm in the news. <laughs> it is funnier. It was totally nude. <laughs> it sounds more like a plush or something. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. That one really gets me going nude. Did so I tell you the other day the one fake name that's you know like how you got IP freely? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you the one that always makes me laugh? Go on. It's so stupid. And we have this street in Melbourne, so I always have to say it when I'm on that street. Okay. And it always gets me. Yeah, I love IP Freely Street. <laughs> Isn't it good? <laughs> Trees are green, Avenue. We should have never let the uh, six-year-olds name our <laughs> city CD. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, that was a good laugh. And uh, now I'm moving on. I just thought of it. Russell Mappuse. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, to to clarify, there's not a street called Russell Mipshoops. <laughs> no, there's not. But that would be really funny. We do have the famous Mipshoops Avenue. <laughs> of course, which is what I was referring to. <laughs> which is uh, on the uh, intersection 
of Russell. <laughs> oh, Russell Mapubes is one of the greatest fake names ever. Whose like, <laughs> last name is Mapubes? <laughs> what country is that from? Monsieur. It's Monsieur, <laughs> Monsieur Mapubes. I guess. Uh, I, I guess if anything, French <laughs> isn't a bad go to. <laughs> Monsieur Mepubes. <laughs> Monsieur Mepubes. Je presume. <laughs> Mepubes is in the nude. Amandia. Amandia. Amandia, Monsieur Mepubes is in the nude. It's making me very emotional. <laughs> Can't handle all these emotions. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, Russell Mapubes. So wait, uh, every time you go to Russell's place, <laughs> you have to like I silently to giggle to yourself. Russell do you have to verbally say it out loud? or uh, do you Someone's to... like, where are you? I'm like, Russell Mapubes Street. Do you, I, like, are they always like, what? Yes. <laughs> or they... But it's such an amazing, like, not only like whose last name is Mapubes, <laughs> yeah. but also like, IP Freely is like, it makes a kind of sense, but what the hell is Russell <laughs> Well, like yeah, Anita Bath or something. You can imagine maybe there's like a Mrs. Bath. No, but it's not even that. It's but like, there's like no one in the world called the <laughs> Mepubes. No. What I mean is like, why would you say to someone like, like you know, you'd say you would say I need a bath. Yeah. Like, but you're oh, yeah, the expression. Yeah, Russell Mepubes. <laughs> what does that expression mean? So, it's just like rustle them gently in the breeze. <laughs> if you're talking dirty to someone. But what does it mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine that. It's just like um, a, a little uh, switching your hand through them. Yeah, like a, like a, like <laughs> like you rustle like a field of, of barley or something. Yeah, you rustle <laughs> rustle a bush or something. Yeah, it's just like I think. grabbing it and shaking it a little yeah. bit to get any bugs off it or something. It's like just run your fingers through back and forth. Off and oh, it's some good rustling. Rustling the pubes. It's so weird. Like it doesn't mean anything in real life either. I don't know why this fake name got made. Because it's not like it's nearly someone's name. And rustling the pubes is such a weird. Thing. Well, surely there's like another thing that could rustle, rustle that's sexy. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think there's much <laughs> rustle McCaddle. <laughs> Well, that's even better. I mean, it's not like dirty, but it no. makes more sense. Well, I have a friend whose last name is McCardle, so. Russell like, McCardle? Is, yeah. it, is his actual name Russell? No, that'd be awesome. No, her first name's Deb. Mm, Russell McCardle would be funny. But uh, it's like... I but can... do you have a... F- sorry, go on. No, I just I just want a uh, sex line operator to start using this. Russell McCardle? Yeah. <laughs> it's Russell McCardle? No, no, no. Not as their fake name. Uh, <laughs> as... Uh, yeah, God, you... I'm taking my bands off. Russell McCardle. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Russell them. Just Russell them. I'm touching you. No, that's too much. <laughs> Just too heavy, just rustle. Can you uh, crest them a little bit? No, no. I like the rustling. <laughs> I like the sound it makes. Because <laughs> it implies you're doing it to make some sort of sound. Yeah, uh, the rustling does like have rustling like. Ch- it's it's uh, very. Uh, like a Batman kind of esque. Yeah, on Batman PR. Yeah, you would see it in a comic book. Yeah. It implies you're sneaking up on the pubes or through the pubes. It's like a honey, I shrunk the kids type <laughs> scenario. No, but it makes me feel like a child, but I can't not laugh about Russell the so, so when you're on Russell Street and someone's like, where are you? Go, like, let's, let's role play this. Okay. I'll take my iPhone out in that case. All right. It's like, hey, uh, hey V, I'm coming to meet you soon. Where are you? Um, just on Russell McPube Street. It's all right. 
Russell the pubes. See ya. <laughs> oh, that clears everything up. <laughs> oh, I've caused two car accidents in Estonia now. <laughs> Our number one listening country. So it's like on the other end of the phone, after you've yelled Russell and pubes and hung up, I'm left to be like, work out that potentially you're at Russell Street. Yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. I yeah. guess. <laughs> Does anyone know what Vicky means when she shouts Russell and pubes? <laughs> see ya. Mon Dieu, he's back. That's what they say. Yeah, my arch nemesis. <laughs> Russell and pubes. Monsieur, my pubes is obviously in the city. <laughs> we need to depart. It's like um, Bart Simpson calling Mo. Yeah. You usually lead with the uh, less fake last name. So it's like you can't go the uh, verb first, which is Russell. You know? Yeah. So it's like, hey, uh, is my pubes there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, sorry? But, uh, <laughs> Mr. Um, my pubes. Is my pubes there? <laughs> like, no, this is obviously a prank call, sir. <laughs> Like, fair enough. You saw right through that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, has all the hallmarks of a terrible joke, and it makes me laugh every time because it's one of the stupidest fake names. Natasha stayed overnight the night before just so we could get an early start from and my house. And we said not to tell those stories on the podcast. <laughs> this is the PG rated. This isn't version. Ben's bragging hour. <laughs> so anyway, me and Natasha, <laughs> we're in bed together. And there was a parrot. And we almost kissed. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but... But then the parrot <laughs> warned Natasha, herpes, herpes. <laughs> I told you you weren't going to tell those stories. <laughs> Damn herpes parrot always ruining my game. <laughs> Ironically, it just used to belong to Mr. Herpes. <laughs> the inventor Maybe herpes. that's a parrot's name. <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god. I'm gonna go home and try Mr. Herpes and see if he responds. Uh, I might get a few calls from my ex boyfriends like, Did you say my name? <laughs> no, honey. Who have you been doing? Yeah, that was just my loving nickname for just you. Uh, that's not the most loving nickname, Mr. Herpes. <laughs> that's why we're not together anymore. It's like I'm really not comfortable with you calling that in front of my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um so anyway <laughs> i was there it was me and natasha and the parrot and <laughs> we're all we're all asleep including the parrot uh, probably and i, and I can't under its wing i well i was asleep so i can't vouch for the parrot's awake <laughs> state of awakeness okay but, I but you can't vouch for natasha's what do you do knock her out before you go to sleep well actually i think she wasn't asleep if i'm sleeping we all sleep because uh. someone had to recount this story to me and <laughs> so it makes sense wasn't the parrot <laughs> it tried to, but I didn't speak Mr. Herpes to parrot language. I think we need a hysteria break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, to recap, I'm asleep. Parrot, non-existent. Natasha, awake. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm talking in my sleep. I'll, let, I'll leave, I'll let Vicky... <laughs> this is not dissimilar to the car cast post-accident. <laughs> <laughs> True, just bringing it up again. Yeah. So I, I'm re, uh, so I'm whispering in my sleep, and she can't really hear me. So she kind of like you know perks her ears up and like, what is he saying? What's he saying? And then apparently, <laughs> in my sleep, I'm whispering, Benjamin. 
I'm saying my own name in my sleep. Yeah. So I think she's like, oh, whose name is he saying? Maybe it's like, you know, he's having a dirty dream about some chick. Oh, like it's a really, she's planning something really romantic. Like, surprise, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Gift, Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently my ultimate dreams are about myself. (laughs) I did remember waking up quite pleased with myself the next morning. That's all I know. There was one story that's been recurring over the last month or so that yeah. I thought was worth bringing attention to. Now, I could have shown the uh, the clip from Sunrise or one of the morning shows, whatever you it was. Um, but while I was looking for that online... You found something far more amazing. Right. It's the same story, but I like the way that these guys phrased it a little better. Okay. Welcome to Holly Scoop. I'm Stephanie Bauer. Miranda Kerr spends all her time posting topless photos, not talking to her family. Now her relatives have issued a public plea for her to please contact them. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) What a scoop. (laughs) I am sorry, Miranda. Take a break from all your topless photo (laughs) posting. posting. And call us. (laughs) Right. We've got dinner to have. Grandma is not well. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I... don't believe they editorialized that at all. No, I'm sure they didn't. They plead with her to stop posting topless photos. <laughs> no, they, it seems like they don't even care that she's doing the topless the photos. photos. It's just the amount of time it's taking. Yeah, it's, You're addicted to putting up photos. It's taking too much time out of her day. <laughs> Please, Miranda, I know you've got photos to post, but you've also got dinner with your family. Yeah, to that's eat. right. Stop forgetting about us. Grandma's on her last legs, and this is your brother's prime growing up years. And you need to <laughs> your sister to guide him. It, it, the whole the angle for this story, yeah, was that she hadn't had family Sunday dinner with her family for over a year. I feel like that's over then. What? What do you mean? I think f- Sunday dinner no longer is a thing. Well, she's living like, if you're in... not doing it for over a year... She over. lives in America. Oh, does she? Well, then, obviously. What is she supposed to do? Skype in? With right. Her meal? This is, like, the weirdest story. Like, the biggest non-story. That yeah. For days, they were making, like, a huge deal out of It's like, every day, update, Miranda Kerr, still, still not eating with her family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no shit, because she's running around on the beach with Orlando Bloom or something. <laughs> like, oh, I could... I could I could go to dinner with my elderly parents in Australia, in yeah. or I could just party on this billion dollar yacht. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I got some topless photos to post. I don't have time to think about that. <laughs> but uh, no, in seriousness, Miranda, come home. Your, come family, home. your family misses yeah, you. Yeah, it's been a long time between steaks. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> But, is that uh, the rest of the? Is there the rest of the story there? The, do you want me to play the rest? Yeah, I mean, mind. that's all I, I really cared yeah, about. I just want to hear what how they fleshed that out. Yeah, here's, there's another minute. The sunrise clip went for four full minutes. Wow, they were at least a bit more balanced on the whole thing. Like this is kind of dumb, right? And then the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hear hear how. Uh, this American news story puts it. Miranda's family in Australia are now begging for the supermodel to come home amid claims they have not seen her in over a year. Miranda moved to New York five years ago, marrying and later splitting from Orlando Bloom, the father of her young son, Flynn. In an emotional segment for an Australian TV show, her parents claim to have lost contact with the 30-year-old. I like that lost contact. Like, where could she be? We see all these topless photos, but there's no identifying markers in them. 
background. Yeah. We listen for noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a voicemail from her. I think there was a train that drove past. I, I was, is a train? Is it wind? Yeah. There's nothing in the background of these photos. It's just boobs. <laughs> I know. We I, There might be something in the background, but we've, we can't get past her amazing physique to pay any attention to it. If you just put some closed photos up there, maybe, maybe we, we... could work out where they were manufactured right. and trace you. Exactly. No, I... I you Hold do... up the latest newspaper so we know <laughs> you're okay. Yeah, yeah. I need the uh, uh, today's date, if possible, please. It goes into her split and, you know, relationship with Orlando Bloom very quickly. Yeah. It's like... We've done the headline. What else is there to say? Um, <laughs> she used to be married to Orlando Bloom. She's also that person that was once married to Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, God. Uh, we still got a minute. All right. Let's see where we can go with this. The episode of Family Confidential, the supermodel's mom says, quote, Miranda's life is so different now. She's surrounded <laughs> by yes people all the time. It's so... And I'm not. I mean, <laughs> this is not fair, Miranda. Her life is so different and mine's much the same. Yeah. You're all, like, rich and successful and oof, I mean I've posted toughest photos no one even gives a shit <laughs> mostly because we only had the fridge to put things on at the time <laughs> well, to be true to be who she needs me to be we've been best friends for most of our life we used to talk just about every other day that's a lot I still send her messages just little texts to say I love you honey let your light shine Miranda's father says the only way he even heard about their divorce is because Orlando called them Meanwhile, that's weird, weird, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that is a bit strange. Why why is that not the headline? Yeah, I know. Orlando informs her parents. Yeah, yeah. Like, have you got any good uh, news headlines about her not being able to attend Sunday dinner? Like, no, we got this thing about Orlando telling them about the divorce. Now, fuck that. that, That's filler. I'm I'm looking for a dinner angle. (laughs) How weird is that, though? That would be a weird idea. Like, imagine. For some reason, you walked outside and someone was like, oh, that's the perfect guy. We wanted a face just like that for our movie okay. or whatever. Yeah. Or like, yes, that's the new face of Kelvin Klein. Yeah, yeah. Just go with me on this. I'm going for it. I know it's hard. Um, I'm looking for the new face of Kelvin Klein right now. You're not finding it in the mirror. Damn. Sorry. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I thought I'd give you a few seconds to get over that. Yeah, it's, it'll, it'll scar me for the rest of the segment. But I thought so. I'll, I'll manage. But then imagine, anyway, you get super famous and you marry Jennifer Lawrence okay. or something. Good choice. Like, already that's amazing. Like, imagine you're bringing home Jennifer Lawrence to your family, like your sister and your parents yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you... I would have won that family competition. Do you have a family competition? No, I feel like whoever my sister brings home... She's... They're not going to stack up to Jennifer Yeah, Lawrence. right. Yeah. Like, my sister's boyfriend is a good guy. Oh, he's great. He's not Jennifer Lawrence. No way. No. Not even close. No. <laughs> he's, he can't. He can't get there. And I would, under, I would understand if she brought home some kind of male equivalent of Jennifer Lawrence. Well, it would make more sense. What do you mean? Like, what? You think that she's, got, she's more likely to get... Well, a, she is a musician. I could get Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, should. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please, Vicky. <laughs> I enjoy You're our talking show, nonsense. But <laughs> no, why do you think she could bring home a male Jennifer Lawrence? No, no, no. I'm just saying that in if the situation was reversed. You'd be impressed. She brings home, you know, like Liam Hemsworth. Say. Yeah, okay. And uh, I'm like, well, huge. I understand that I needed Jennifer Lawrence to even come in the same competition. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. Like, even if I brought home, like, a perfect 10, they're not, it's not, Liam, they're not Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth. Level. Yeah, they're not. They're really not. No. Anyway, so she'd have to bring home Liam Hemsworth to beat you. And it's not likely because she's got a very nice boyfriend. Well, even if she did bring him home, I feel like we're on an even playing field then. I feel like it would hurt her current boyfriend. <laughs> no, no, just say they break up. Oh, uh, okay. I bring home J-Law and I'm like, I've got this competition licked. 
She yeah. walks in the door, finds the Hemsworth brothers. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. If you guys go. met independently, it would be a draw. Well, then I feel like it comes down to um, how how much they can impress the family. Okay, because if she was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're dating J-Law. Yeah. Funny you should say that. Here's Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, I got L-Hem. Yeah. Lahem. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that would be surprising. If you're like, no way, I just met her, like, in the airport this morning. And she's like, you're kidding. Me and Jayhem met yeah. on the beach And they're like, today. well, let's go over personal achievements. Like, she's like, oh, I was in The Hunger Games. He's like, well, so was I. And then yeah. that's, that's even like, playing field. hey, guys. Yeah, so then we have to go, like, oh, she, well, I, I won two Academy Awards. And then that would probably be the, the you know, nail in the coffin for you. Yeah, maybe, but you might also be like, well, I was Pupil of the Week seven times. <laughs> like, you don't know what he's got. He's like my brother's Thor, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's also got that. Yeah, I can hang what out. What if she brought home the Hemsworth brothers? Would two Hemsworths be one Jennifer Lawrence? Is that oh, what you're that's the question. Would that have the competition licked? That would be a weird situation. It would be extremely <laughs> I'm in odd. This, I'm in this uh, incestuous threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jennifer Lawrence would probably win out by being more wholesome. Yeah, that's true. Your mother would probably send her to church or something, sit her <laughs> down and talk about her life choices. Speaking mm. of which, I read about this Brisbane set of twins. Okay. You might want to Google it to see the picture. Basically, they their whole idea is they share everything, right? Mm. So they had all the same plastic surgery to look literally identical. <laughs> Did you get the photo? Up? No, I'm just oh. reading about the headline. I, drew, I just Googled Brisbane twins, the yep. top one that comes up. Tell me if this is who you're talking about. Brisbane starved twins' father jailed for eight years of manslaughter. No. Oh, okay. That's a bit more of a downer than Fair I was enough. going for. But their whole idea is they've had plastic surgery to look exactly identical oh, in yeah. every single I way. I think I found this one. Yeah. You'll know them when they see them. Okay. They, they stick out. They also share a boyfriend. One between them. Yeah, one between them. They're like, we love to share everything. We have all the same tastes and everything. Why wouldn't we have the same taste in men? I feel like as that guy, yeah, he's like jackpot. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of guys' fantasy. Yeah. But how often does that actually happen? Like He was like, all right, I found the couple that's actually agreed to this insanity. Where do you go from here? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Have to see them. It, you know you what it looks like. Have to see them like. to get the whole idea of the story, though. This, okay, I'll put the photo up on. Because I think you have to see the photo before you consider whether or not he's the world's luckiest man. I, I can describe this perfectly. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie The Strangers? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's. I really want to, but no. It's about. It's like a home invasion movie where people wear freaky masks. Oh yeah. That's the world's scariest movie. I still have nightmares about that. I've blocked, obviously blocked it out with Liv Tyler. Yeah. Oh, that movie gets me every time. It freaks the shit out of me. It really frightened me. These people... Did I tell you what the true story that was that it was based on? Mm, I've read about it. Anyway, Some hang people on. knocked on his door. Quickly. He didn't answer. And then the next day, a house down the street had been burgled. That's the true story on which home invasion murder movie The Strangers was based I, I on. I looked into it. I think there's a lot more... Uh, than just that. No, that's what he said. He was like, oh, I just thought about how freaky was that. Like, how? what if they did come kill me? Yeah. But I'll post a photo of these twins. They look like some of the masks in The Strangers. It's like... Fuck, even looking at that photo, I hate The Strangers. Oh, it's the scariest movie in the world. It really gets me. I hate it. So they've got, like, these, like, 
giant grins and giant eyes and it's like plastic surgery gone wrong yeah they're sure. frightening Anna and Lucy DeSink 28 year old yeah maybe just Chinque 28 year olds from Perth Australia so oh, not Perth not sorry Brisbane. not Brisbane the Brisbane twins are the ones whose dad's in yeah. for manslaughter <laughs> get your twin stories right Vicky and the Adelaide twins are the ones who are conjoined in the uterus so <laughs> there's a lot going on with Australian twins oh, there is. are they really from Adelaide yeah, remember, like, the two-faced person. Was that from Adelaide? Yeah. Okay. We were talking about whether two Hemsworths beat... Oh, okay, yeah. of course, obviously. Uh, so I was just saying that um, it's not the first case of incestuous boyfriend sharing. Yeah, there we go. So uh, Anyway, so I think, same, it's hard to beat J-Law. But what I was getting at is, so then imagine, forget your sister bringing home the, the Hemsworths. That's all I can think about now. That is a bit weird. It's hard to get it out of your mind. <laughs> but anyway, so they... You've brought home J-Law. You guys, um, it goes well. You get married. You know, you bring her home for Christmases and, I don't know, birthdays, perhaps. Christmas Eve. Yeah. I don't want to bring her home too often. Not just for Christmas. Christmas yeah. Eve and Christmas. Me and Jennifer Lawrence have got some uh, quality time together. you got so. a lot of stuff to do in the States that's making you miss Sunday roasts. Yeah. I'm, I don't want my parents to get needy or anything. No. But, I mean, once a year I can at can least abide home. by. Anyway, so you guys split up and your parents get a phone call from Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, that's where we Thank you for getting us back on track. How strange would that be? That is weird, right? Like, Because obviously her family is not a celebrity family. Yeah. It's not as if they were born in Hollywood or that, you know, she's come from where she'd always sort of been a celebrity. Like, she's somewhat of a recent celebrity. So I imagine her family are just ordinary people. Like, holy shit, she's dating that guy from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And then he rings them up. But it's more than that because you assume... You would hear it from your own child. Right. Yeah. So does, that, that does imply, like, maybe that she doesn't really want to talk to her family if it's, like, her and Orlando are, like, hanging out in their lounge room. I'll be, I'll be Orlando Bloom. Okay. You'd be Miranda Kerr. And okay. And I'm trying to get you to call your parents. Why are we hanging out? We're divorced. This is, like, just after the breakup. So We're, why are you here? Go away. Like, we, we divorced, like, ten minutes ago. Go away. One of us is going to tell your parents. Probably you. Mm, I'll get to it. Well, don't you think you should let them know before the papers have the story all over the town? And ah, papers, schmapers. I'll get around to it. Well, Relax. I mean, we're near the beach, probably. I, I don't mean, know where we live. When? I mean, you haven't been home for about a year. No, don't I Don't you think haven't. they would like to hear from you? Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. They're just family. Like, I'll, I'll tell them, I don't know, next time I've got a job in Australia or something, maybe. So I'll get what, around to it. What? You, you're not going to call it Mo? No. I don't know. Grapevine. Bush Telegraph. I'm from Australia. The Bush Telegraph will get it there. This is going to be weird, but do you want me to call them? No, don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm going to call them. <laughs> You're being weird. All I right. Feel like if you are willing, I should have you been, can take the heat. I should have been Miranda Kerr in this All situation. right, fine. All right, we'll let's, switch it again. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Sorry, that was Sean Connery. Oh, uh, perfect. So, I don't know why we're talking to each other, but here we are, post-divorce, <laughs> having a chat. <laughs> So, uh, what next? I guess uh, time to let the families know, work out what we're going to do with Flynn. Eee. What's my last name? Bloom. Flynn Bloom. Ugh, that's not great. I don't really, really want to call home, you know? I mean... I understand it's a bit of a downer. And STD charges, if anything, are on the up. Yeah, international rates, roaming, you know how it goes. Could Skype. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it sounds like an effort trying to coordinate. It always drops out. Yes, but probably someone should tell them, I think. Well, someone, I mean, do you want to tell them? Mm, I'd prefer you did it. 
I think it's probably better coming from their own child as opposed yeah. to Orlando Bloom. But maybe you could, like, break it to them easily. I mean, you're a celebrity, Orlando Bloom, you're a Legolist. It might ease the pain a little bit if it's like, oh, they're getting it's divorced. It's funny you should mention that. I'm talking to Legolas. <laughs> because since this all happened, I've realised how hard it is to inform families of divorces. And I was thinking of starting my own business. You and Lando Bloom are going into business yes. to tell people about their divorced children? <laughs> That's correct. Well, I'm your first client, dude. Orlando Bloom's bad news service. Not only will I cover divorces. <laughs> all right, let's end the scene. Yeah. I want next... I want Vicky to enact a Lando Bloom telling someone that they've Orlando been Bloom's fired. Orlando Bloom's bad nude services. Yeah, yeah. So right. I, I'm your Orlando Bloom calling me up to tell me that I've been fired from my job. All right. Hello. Hi. Uh, sorry, hi. Uh, hi, uh, this is Jerry. <laughs> hi, Jerry. How's it going? Yeah, it's doing good. I'm looking forward to heading to work this morning. Oh, okay. What what time is it there? It is about 8.45. I'm oh. running late, so... Oh, uh, no, maybe can't... just uh, have a relax. This is actually uh, Orlando Bloom. From the Orlando Bloom? It depends which one you mean. I'm oh, the one from Lord of the Rings. The one in the Fellowship. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah with the oh, long blonde I hair. love you, Orlando Bloom. Why are you calling me? Oh, just regular thanks. old Jerry, just going about my daily business. No, well, I am just going about my daily business too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does that mean? Have I been scouted for a movie? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, I've got some other news for you. It's funny you should bring up news, Jerry, oh, okay. um, because it is great having a chat with you. It's always nice to talk to a fan. Yeah, great to talk to you too. Yeah, it's who I do it for. Have you seen any other of my movies? Sure. I uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Love yeah? that one. You're a big fan of Pirates. I'm oh, glad yeah. you liked Pirates, yeah? Seen the uh, whole franchise. Did you ever see me in uh, Midsummer Murders? That was me just starting out. No, I'm not, no? A, not a Midsummer Murders guy, but I'll make sure to check it out. Yeah, yeah I think you'll like it. Give me the recommendation. Yeah, no worries. It's, it's really nice to talk to you, Jerry. There was just one thing I wanted to cover. Oh, yeah, what's up? Um, how are things going at work? Oh, like I said, couldn't be better. Yeah? Just uh, looking forward to getting there today. So, uh, yeah. What do you do for a living? I am a projectionist at the local movie theatre. Oh, nice. I project lots of your movies. In oh, fact. that's yeah. really yeah. sweet that you should say I'll that. I'll put on a Lando Blue Marathon just this just this week for you. Oh, that's... Perhaps... We'll, we'll talk about that. So, but, um, what was that? Well, we'll have a chat about that because I just wanted to talk about something with you. Do you remember Lord of the Rings well? Can't forget it. Love oh, that franchise. I'm so glad you liked it. When yes. you think of the first Lord of the Rings... Remember how there was a fellowship and they were all in it together and each of them was as valuable as the next? I do remember that very well. That's good. But when we sort of got towards the forest, we lost a member and it was we sort of started to realise that not everyone is cut out for going all the way with the fellowship. No matter how valuable their contribution had been, hmm. only two members could go on. I can't help but feel you're getting somewhere with this, Orlando. Well, do you remember that? Yeah, I, I do. I love the movie. Yeah, so, you know, people can have really valuable contributions, but going forward, it's just not really for them. I see. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure how that relates to my situation. Well, I know you really love your job, Jerry, and they've really loved you. Yes. Um, but just like the fellowship, perhaps now it's time for other people to carry on and for you to just leave <laughs> that here. Sorry, why, why are you calling me? You're, I just thought... You think I should quit my job? Um... I think that would be a bit late now. What do you mean? Well, just like in the fellowship, some people don't make it the whole way. Well, not me. I'm staying in this for the long run. Let's say you're more of a Gimli than a Frodo. Not, not following, yeah. I'm afraid uh, your services won't be required at the cinema today. Well, I mean, that's not for you to decide, right? I've just, I'm just here to soften the blow as, as a friend. 
sorry, did did someone request you to call me up and give this news, or I'm just doing this out of the blue? I care. I'm, I'm not really understanding why I, why you're telling me this today, Orlando. Look, I just thought it would be easier to hear it from me, someone who you look up to, um, to say, you know, your job here is done, but there's many other things in the world, like my back catalogue to fill in your days. Are you saying I'm fired? I'm sorry to pass on the news, yes. Yep. Yes. Why wouldn't my bosses tell me themselves? Look, I've met them. They're no people to look up to. <laughs> All right, well... I just thought, coming from a friend and adored loved one, is like, at least you got to talk to Logan. Fuck you, Orlando Bloom! <laughs> and an end scene. Yeah, I guess you'll have to get used to some abuse every so once yeah, in a while. Yeah, I suppose so. I thought I, I went think, really well. I think the confusion softens the blow more than anything. Like, why is Orlando yeah, Bloom for like, me? Oh, I'm a big fan, but why is he firing me? Yeah. <laughs> Who gave him this authority? <laughs> I think you could... Maybe uh, get to the point a little bit. I was I was beating around the bush. Like, is he going to actually say that I'm fired, or do I have to work I, this out of him? I felt bad for Jerry. So, <laughs> so you got to you got to get to that. Uh, well, a half a day phone call instinct. from Orlando Bloom would soften the blow if he was going to stay on the phone with you and have a chat. Well, for... he must be charging high rates for this <laughs> fee then. If it, like every phone call is going to go for thirty minutes. Of, yeah. So uh, why are you calling? What? What? Did you like me in all my film roles? <laughs> Let me go through them. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Shall we get to the last 12 seconds of this clip? Let's do it. Spokesperson for Miranda tells the Herald Sun she's just been busy, but she thanks her family for their love and support. That's a bit weird. This seems very public. Yeah, like to speak to the Herald Sun and thank your family for their love and support. Especially, when I just usually do that fast to fast, the Spanish say. Her excuses. Her excuses. I've just been busy. Yeah. I buy it. I buy it too. But I also find it weird that she has to tell the newspaper she thanks them for their love and support rather than just say skyping them. Well, I mean, her parents made it public. Yeah, that is so weird So then you too. have to acknowledge it publicly, otherwise people will just think Why that you're annoying. Why do her parents make it public? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine they're benefiting from this. No, they can't be that concerned about it. It surely. was weird, like, because, as I mentioned, there was a couple of news outlets that covered this story. Yeah. The comments on the uh, American clip that I just played you were all basically about how Miranda's cur's a bitch and she wow. should come home. Okay, the comments, that's tough. The that's comments rough. on the Australian one on Sunrise were all about how bullshit a news story was <laughs> and that her parents and family are being total whingers. Yeah, and that she's, like, quite successful, leave her alone. And probably not just too busy posting topless photographs to send them a text. It doesn't even <laughs> say, like, their complaints, from what I can gather, don't even seem to be we haven't heard from her. It's more that we haven't sat down to Sunday dinner. Like, when you were in France, how long were you there for? Eight months, I think. And in that time, how many Sunday dinners did you have with your parents? Seven. Oh, that was quite the effort. <laughs> yeah, I really cared. No, none, obviously. Yeah. There you go. So it's not out of the ordinary for like, oh, yeah, my kid is overseas. I guess I won't see them for a year. I also felt the same about me in Japan for two years. Zero Sunday dinners were had in that time, and despite the fact I enjoy my family. Yeah. so it, They probably heard from me once a month or less. The whole thing is amazing to yeah, me. Yeah, I can't believe it's gone this far. <laughs> and now it's time for more Tales from Cambodia.
<laughs> what are you going to have next week? How are you going to top that? I think this might be our last Tales of Cambodia. Really? So the, uh, do you want to guess what that was? It, the elephant got a bit overzealous That wasn't an elephant? Well, it may have been. Um... It sounded like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, not bad. It was an elephant and a T-Rex. Oh, I thought so, Together yeah. Together at last. <laughs> I feel like we could the make... The old telephant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could make some kind of uh, Milo and Otis best friends forever movie out of <laughs> that combination. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like I don't need to top it anymore because I'm running out of tales from Cambodia. Oh, really? So this shall be the journey home. Oh, unless, wow. unless next week I think of something. But well, I feel like we didn't spend long in Cambodia. There was maybe two, One story. two stories from actually Cambodia. <laughs> the rest were all getting there and uh, the journey home. But uh, yes, we, uh, we party hard on the last night, specifically my sister. Oh, okay. We were all feeling like a little sick just after, you know, a week of eating. Had you all just taken a tablet? <laughs> yeah, probably. That might have been our downfall. We oh, uh, had some killer. weird medication. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, you're in a foreign country. Who knows what's in the water or your stomach isn't used to eating the diet that's over there. And my sister is one to be quite experimental when it comes to other cultures' food. <laughs> I'm like, where's the closest fast food restaurant? That is so true. I can't tell you how much. Ben only eats three things. I've noticed <laughs> this in Japan. All right. He eats pasta. Yep. He eats cheese. In various forms? Yeah. Or? And, like, potatoes. That sounds like a pretty good diet. Yeah, you I know. That is your that. entire diet. And then there's, like, some bits of meat thrown in there. I don't know how you poo. I, I don't. It's quite I amazing like You've that. been plugged up for years. No, it just disintegrates. I use 100% of the uh, material that goes into my body. <laughs> I have an extremely efficient gastrointestinal system. Exactly. I thought you just swallowed rocks and it, like, ground it down or oh, something. Oh, like a, a cow. Yeah. I've got a second stomach to do that for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like um, Doctor Who has two hearts. So if one fails him, the other one is Does still going. Does Doctor Who have two hearts? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, uh, I've got two stomachs, much like a cow. <laughs> if I uh, if I ever need to digest something... Which I, d- I imagine you frequently do. Yeah, but if it if it's not 100% digested, I'm like, well, back up stomachs here. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. The one I filled with rocks earlier. It saves me from ever going to the bathroom, which is quite useful. That is very efficient. Mm. If, if anyone wants to know uh, how to do this, I propose you go to my website, benstwostomachs.com. <laughs> you can buy my uh, audio book right there. Ugh. It's just a lot of sounds of me gargling and digesting. Speaking of which, the other day I was listening to Fox FM. Okay. And I was listening to Fifi and Jules. They were playing Fifi taking Jules's daughter, I think, to the bathroom. Taking her. It sounded like you, you know, you had a uh, I'm dying pause there. Yeah, I know. Just this like, is really painful. It's, it's like they were doing that new segment where Fifi abducts Jules's daughter. Yeah, taking Jules's daughter yeah. to the bathroom. And they played the poo sound. What, they her actual poop or was it a sound effect? No, her her actual poop. And you I were heard like, it on radio. I was gagging in the car. <laughs> it didn't I was make like, for the best afternoon uh, radio. Oh, it was disgusting. I was like, you could have edited that out. The whole clip wasn't that great. But hearing a child poo on the radio, I was like, that's disgusting. Well, they've got four days a week to uh, to fill. They um, were straining and pooing. I feel sounds. like if we got to, what, th- two, three years on radio, that's what we'd have to resort to as well. Like, we've well, got to like, fill time. Out, Where's though? a small child? Yeah, seriously. Oh, it was so disgusting. I was like, I really don't need to hear this. Anyway. <laughs> Well, uh, it's all right. This story doesn't involve poo sound effects, if that's what you're Thank goodness. But uh, we, 
Yeah, so we, we were uh, celebrating on the last night and uh, going out for a few drinks, and apparently my sister had a few street kebabs or whatever you want to call it, meat on a stick, yes. whatever. Uh, they claim it's meat. You never know in Cambodia. So I already had a bit of a cold and wasn't feeling so great, and most of the rest of my family. You get sick so easily, considering your diet. It's because... You never eat vegetables. No, I'm in You've this... Never, you don't know what a vegetable is. Well, that might have something to do with it, <laughs> but I'm also in my Melbourne bubble. So as soon as I leave the house... You become a bubble. Then it's like, uh, senses that I'm not used to. Oh, gross. They're slowly uh, infecting my system. <laughs> You're the boy in the bubble. Except yeah. your bubble is an entire city. It's exactly. Which... So do you get sick if you go to, like, Aubrey? I haven't tried, but probably. I have one vomit every time on the way to Sydney. What, like, is a ritual? It is. I don't know why, but every time we drive to Sydney, I vomit at least once. <laughs> There must be like a particularly rickety piece of road. It's not you're like, all right, we're uh, at the 300 kilometre mark. I got to pull over and no, no, I'm not like, well, stick my fingers down my throat because yeah, yeah, I haven't vomited. It's not a trip to Sydney if I haven't vomited. No, it's usually around Goulburn though. How many times has this happened? Every time, pretty much every time. When you're driving though, not have you ever flown to Sydney? And this is no, it didn't happen when I flew because that seems like I would probably be prefer to pay the I don't know seventy dollars or so to get a ticket. My dad is afraid of flying. Rodney won't fly. I would just meet him there, to be honest. I have done that before, but it's a bit cruel to make him do a 15-hour drive by himself. Well, he's the one that's got this fear. That's right. You've got your own hassles to deal with. It's like, well, you're afraid of flying. I don't want to throw up. I'll just see you on the other side. (laughs) Each man for himself. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we were all uh, feeling a bit under the weather, and we had an early morning flight the next day. I really can't imagine what that would be like. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't great. What is being sick and in pain like, Ben? Well, as you would know, being so healthy, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't know how to describe it to you, but I'll it's, just have it's to not imagine. great. I'm yeah. seriously, I don't think I can make it through the show. This is so painful. At least this is your last words. Have you got anything that you would like to donate to me in your will? I just bought Arrested Development Season 1 from the op shop for $5. I've already got that, yeah, so I know. what else have you got on offer? I don't know, not much, to mm. be honest. You've still got my Season 2 DVDs. Oh, yeah. So do you want me to will that back to you? That would be nice, I guess. (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't have much of work. Yeah, this isn't really working out in my favour. I'll be down a co-host and up in a DVD box set that I've already got. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're jumping on the airplane and we're all uh, feeling a bit sick. In our row, it's my sister's boyfriend, my sister in the middle, and then me on the other side of her. Yeah. And, you know, she's curled up in a ball but I feel like she's over-dramatizing it a little bit. Like, all right, we're all sick. Don't be such a baby. And uh, she's okay, but we have to have a stopover in Ho Chi Minh on the way home. Yep. And so uh, just as we start descending, you know, the air pressure in the cabin changes and that didn't help. My cold was, like, turning into, like, a major headache because my system was already blocked up. And she... What? If the headache had a voice, what would it have sounded like? It would just been, like someone punching my head probably okay because yeah. i had a headache the other day and i was like hey hey i'm a headache it's just someone like really really inside of your head and annoying hi i'm in the back of your head <laughs> and it's painful hey i'm a headache you know that kind of headache is this um your headache talking or your split personality <laughs> no that's my headache talking you know the one that's like kind of in the back of your head and it sort of like just drags itself out i'm a guy i don't tend to get that many headaches it seems this is like really a chick thing. To get headaches? Yeah. But text in, listeners. <laughs> if you're a man who if, gets headaches. If you're a guy and you can vouch that like for most of your life you haven't had a headache, except for like well, in my, my situation, if you're in the extreme situation of having a head cold and being in a 
descending airplane where the air pressure is getting to you. That's about the only time it happens. <laughs> yeah, the male body doesn't have so many... Sensitivities or something? No. Like, I've talked to other guys and girls about this, and they tend to back me up. Because I would say... I don't know. I've got to think about this now. Maybe once a week and on an average? Yeah, I don't know. That's like I, maybe like once a year for me. Or wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really? My head is great. Yeah. There's just lots of other weird stuff going Men on. Men should greet each other that way. How's your head? How's Good, your thanks. head? Obviously, it's awesome. What, well, why would you even bother asking? Yeah, that's a pointless question. Why don't we say normal? What do you mean? How are you? Normal? Oh, uh, well, that's... I guess that sounds kind of weird, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like... Who's that? Sounds like you're judging yourself. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because How like, are you fitting into society? Yeah. If an insane person was asked that question, they'd probably still say normal. No, they should say mentally ill. I don't think that's a lot of people are going to admit that though. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're on the plane and it's uh, going down. She leans over to grab the sick bag. Yes. I don't know why. On, I think it was Jetstar. For some reason, they're trying to make it as difficult as possible to get into the sit bag. You would think they would want the opposite. No, yeah. But there's a sealed tab that you have to rip open. Oh, right. I'm like, surely if you've got to throw up, you probably don't have that much warning. And so you don't want to have to go through the hassle of in your dying state yeah, trying to Yeah, why is it childproof? What are they concerned about? Yeah, people are going to accidentally <laughs> have a, a free bag or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. So she rips this open in preparation, which was a bit thankful and... I'm just like, again, like, all right, whatever, you're overreacting. Then but that's just, your reaction to everything. Well, I, I know, maybe this is because I'm a guy. I just we, feel like you. I would have to come on home mm. with my limb spurting blood like Monty Python before you admitted I could, should see the doctor. Well, it's one of those things where the, the doctor's another topic of conversation. We'll but, get to the doctor after this. But I don't. I'm not one to go to the doctor ever. We'll leave. We'll table that for after the next song. All right. But all right, get to the end of Tales from Cambodia. So uh, she starts looking pale. Yes. And I'm like, oh, maybe there is something going on here. Oh, finally. <laughs> ben admits a problem. And she's like, I'm going to, uh, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And so I'm like, well, okay, you're going to puke or pass out, pick one. She didn't pick one. She picked both. <laughs> That's not how it works. You her, don't pick one. Her body picked both involuntarily, <laughs> which... I was uh, a little freaked out by this point. So her boyfriend grabs the bag and she's like already got it in front of her face, but she goes limp because she's unconscious. Yeah. And so he holds the bag. I hold her head to maintain her mouth is over the bag. Yes. And then I grab another arm and I'm kind of like a puppet master. <laughs> so I'm like propping her head. And this he's, is like Weekend at Bernie's. It was very much like that. <laughs> weekend at Kirsty's on the airplane. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm aiming her head over the bag. She's unconscious and he's holding the bag and we're both like holding her up. And she starts throwing up into the bag while she's unconscious. And... We're like, all right, well, <laughs> what do we do? We're just kind of like all the air hostesses are already strapped into their seats. So it's <laughs> like you can't get anyone to help you or bring anything over. We just got to hope this works out all right. And then she starts convulsing. Oh, my gosh. And so she's throwing up. She's pale white. She's unconscious. And now she's shaking. It was like she was having an exorcism in the middle of this flight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so we just have to keep, you know, maintaining. There's nothing much we can do, really. And eventually she stops throwing up. And I think she started convulsing about three times until she finally regained consciousness. 
So you can see her thought process because I'm like watching her face. First of all, she wakes up and she's like, well, what just happened? Did I just pass out? Then her next realisation is obviously, wait, why is there a bag of puke in front of my face? (laughs) Wait, did I just throw up? And then she uh, looks at me and like her arms all sweaty and everything. I was like holding her uh, arm, like kind of stroking her to calm her down. And she was like later told me, that her thought process is like, wait, why is my brother stroking my hand? Because surely if anyone was going to be, it would be a boyfriend on the other side. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, yeah, you're pretty sick. I believe you at this point. <laughs> and, uh, Finally. <laughs> yeah, so we got to the, uh, the airport. But mind you, this is only a stopover. Oh, my gosh. And so we still had another two more takeoffs and two more landings to go. And so it was like, well, how many more times do we have to go through this? <laughs> and so for the next light leg it was also about a 10 hour flight as well so that was quite the experience and it was one of those things where luckily that was the worst of it but every time you should hope so like uh, beyond that surely is death but we didn't know like she we could have to go through the exact same circumstances again and but what i'm trying to say is it can't surely get that much worse before she just died and then you've no longer got a problem i feel lucky that me and her boyfriend had good aim with the puke because I could see that as... I am rather impressed. Yeah, I could see that as becoming a big issue if she misses the bag or I guess we do. Did I tell you about the time I woke up from getting extremely drunk with a Asahi glass next to me filled with vomit and none <laughs> on the floor and none on me? No. So either someone had snuck into my room and left a glass of vomit next to me yeah. or I had the perfect aim. You didn't remember throwing up or you couldn't taste vomit in your mouth? No. Nah. It seems like that can't be yours if you can't taste it. Well, I might have brushed my teeth because I often do the drunk shower, brush my teeth. Really? Yes. And you just don't remember it? No, I can't remember what happened at all. See, I never, like people often talk about that blackout drunk. Yeah. And even in the times that I've been the most drunk in my whole life, I can still remember quite vividly. Like I've never got that where I do actions that I don't remember. After I go to bed, Mm. then I can often get up and do stuff that I don't remember. So I'm also like half asleep. Yeah, right. So it's a combination of the alcohol and the tiredness. Or yeah. Something. Well, like, you know, when you wake up during the night and do something, someone will be like, oh, yeah, like I heard you go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, really? I still remember going to the bathroom. I'd be more surprised at them hearing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were asleep. I was stealth peeing. <laughs> I put a silencer on the end. <laughs> yeah. I, I was recording drops for my radio show. <laughs> Fifi and Jules needed those sound Yeah, I was going to say, if, was, if this was Fifi and Jules, we'd have a clip of Kirsty vomiting into <laughs> yeah, that bag. No, I, I had to hold her with both hands so I couldn't record the uh, incident. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we, we make it to Melbourne, thankfully, yes. without too many more incidents. But the whole trip, like, I'm not very good at sleeping on a plane. Oh. And this was a nighttime flight by that time. And so I would drift off for like 90% asleep, which is about as good as I'm going to get on a plane. And every time that I would be in that state, maybe happen like two or three times, she would like nudge me to get me out of the way or to uh. Uh, to get her a blanket or, you know, some ice or something. And I have to like, even though I'm sick, I still have to be like, you're sicker. <laughs> so I'm taking care of you now. Yeah, so luckily we uh, made it home and we're all half dead, but she was like three quarters dead. So we were like, all right, well, we'll nurse you back to health. And she had a music performance to do that afternoon. It was like an audition. Yeah, I heard about that, a Skype audition. Yeah, so it was over Skype. 
And so basically she came home, slept for six hours and then aced the audition. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty uh, successful, you know, recovery. Someone texted in, don't forget the quarantine. Oh yeah, we also were putting to quarantine for about three seconds. So because when, of her? Yeah, well, like, when we got to Melbourne uh, Airport, they make the announcement over the PA system yeah. on the plane still. And, you know, usually they're like, you can turn off the uh, seatbelt sign and grab your stuff and then everyone impatiently grabs their bags. And they didn't do that. They said, like, stay seated. And they got, like, a quarantine person because she was so sick that we had to basically wait for someone to come check her out. Oh, my gosh. And she was looking pretty bad. And I'm like, all right, they're here. Look as healthy as you possibly can (laughs) because after this, like, 15-hour flight, I don't want to be trapped in a smaller bubble. I need my Melbourne-sized bubble, not not the uh, quarantine-sized bubble at the Melbourne airport. And so, luckily, they... uh, kind of checked her out and it seemed like she was well enough to, you know, not being uh, accused of spreading some weird Cambodian virus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was quite the uh, traumatic flight home, much like our 14-hour delay on the way over. It was quite eventful. <laughs> Sounds and, like the worst holiday ever. Well, we got some stories out of it for our radio show <laughs> and isn't that what this whole trip was our about? Our whole life is about. <laughs> yeah, you know, these I fell down a uh, stormwater drain this week. Oh, wow. A friend of mine did that and she uh, like ripped her entire leg open and got heaps of money from the council. Well, that's what everyone keeps suggesting is that <laughs> I need to sue the council. But uh, You were uninjured, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I, I was. What are like, you going to sue them for? Shock. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> was in shock, but it was more like once I got over that, I'm like, well, at least I got a good story out. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not stormwater. No, I... have <laughs> caught the wrong culprit. Exactly. I, Do you feel wrongly accused? You're like, I'm not stormwater. <laughs> I'm a person. I barely... Yeah, I scraped my leg, like, you know, a little bit, but it wasn't anything. I couldn't walk <laughs> off, really. Why, what happened to your friend? How did she fall in? I don't know. I think she, like, fell in and it, like, scraped her whole leg on, like, some iron or something and, like, ripped the whole front open. Yeah. Plus, like, the way she was walking, it, like, snapped her shin or something. But, like, was this an open... Yeah, it was open. Okay, because mine was... There was a lid on it, oh. but I guess it was on incorrectly. Oh. So, it was only... I think there was, like, you know, kind of a, four corners that it was only balanced on two. Ugh. And so, I stood on one portion of it yeah and uh, you know it's like nine o'clock at night so it's dark and oh that's horrible uh, you know i presume that i can stand here <laughs> and just fall like straight down oh my gosh it's like the one that i fell through in the park when i wrecked my ankle the hole that was covered in sticks and leaves yeah it was kind of like that but <laughs> the thing about these drains is i didn't know how deep it would be yeah so true like, you like, only get, how long will i keep falling right you only get a split second to freak out but uh like, I've seen open manholes. And they're and, deep. Yeah, some of them are, you know, like over my head, basically. Yeah, see, like, am I going all the way in? Yeah. This, this one was just over waist height. Really? Yeah. Whoa, that's a long way to fall. Yeah. and uh, That's but, quite far. Did it, both legs go in? Oh, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> like, half in a ditch. <laughs> this sounds more scary than my fall. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, I it thought was no scary. one could top my fall, but that's quite good. <laughs> I, I did well. Fell <laughs> through a manhole. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so, so funny!" I was so glad that I didn't. Were you alone? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. So luckily, the only uh, version of the story is my version. Right. It's not like someone can be like, "Oh my god, you freaked out and looked like a complete <laughs> yeah, idiot." Yeah, you squealed like yeah, a baby. Yeah, right. But. Uh, no, I was, I was going to meet my friend and he wasn't there yet. So I uh, just <laughs> fell 
up to my waist in <laughs> stormwater drain. No, hers was a lot lower. It was only like knee height. So mm. she was walking forward and because it was knee height, it scraped all of her leg. Yeah, right. And she was walking forward. So it snapped her leg against like the concrete. Yeah, I'm lucky that something like that didn't happen. Like I think it's better that it's deeper because mine ripped all my tendons because it was shallow and my leg got stuck and the rest of my leg kept going. Well, I fell like straight down because I just stepped <laughs> like on top of the cover. So I think if I had been walking forward, then that would have that been more. Like a trap door. Yeah, it, like you literally it was. just fell through a trap door in the ground. It would have been so funny to watch. <laughs> I wish someone had been there because you would have just fallen through a trap door. I was just so glad that there was no water or sewage at the bottom. Or yeah, anything. true. It was pretty dry, but because um, you would have just been walking down the street and then you fell through a trap door. Yeah, just in the middle of the sidewalk. <laughs> Hilarious. And I'm so sad I didn't see this. I had a CD that I was bringing to my friend in my hand. Yeah. And so I try to, as I'm falling, <laughs> grab both sides of the pavement. Oh, no. And like my. I don't know why I'm laughing. It, it is funny. <laughs> uh, like at the time it's I was like, holy scary. shit, I almost died. Like, how bad would that be if like. That's and, the way you die. Right. <laughs> Your friend Ben has passed on. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. What, oh my God, what happened? Did he, you he know. Fell through a trap. Hit door. by a truck. He's like, no, he fell in a drain and he's dead now. <laughs> That would be quite the shock. I would find that hard to move on from. Yeah, I probably stood in the hole for like a good 10 seconds before wow. I'm like, all right, well, I guess that just Do you happen. not trust roads anymore? No, nah, it's fine. It's quite traumatic. But uh, so the CD case like shatters because it's in one hand and I have to oh, and like try and catch ground, myself. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And so the CD is like kind of rolling away. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it <laughs> still worked. I don't think the CD broke. I just like, you know, the case. I love that it rolled pieces. away. Yeah. This is the CD's getaway play. <laughs> like, go for help, CD. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get someone. Yeah. He was rolling away to the headphone. <laughs> go for help, CD. <laughs> is that what you were thinking? <laughs> no, I was thinking, I'm so glad I didn't die or break my ankle or something. Because <gasps> mine did break my ankle, essentially. Stop trying to one up me. No, mine I was worse. the most recent <laughs> drain incident. Mine wasn't a drain. It was all in the ground, covered in sticks and leaves. Yeah, that's that's unimpressive. <laughs> Compared to a drain, yeah, true. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I managed to like kind of pull myself out and go find my friend, and so he helped me cover it up again. We you know covered it properly. Yeah. This guy on a bike rides past as we're covering it up. Yeah. And so we're like in the middle of the sidewalk trying to cover the manhole yeah he fell into. and so we're kind of in his path of cycling yeah and so he slows down to uh, avoid us like because mm. you know we're blocking the whole thing and my friend's like oh yeah careful there's an open stormwater drain here and the guy was so unappreciative like huh. if if you rode past this on a bike like you'd just go f- first tire like full, full in you would go like handlebars oh you get quite injured I yeah imagine. he would he would have been fucked up and he was just, like, so annoyed that we were in his way. Oh. <laughs> I was like, we should well, let him fall. Just let you fall in. Yeah. Jeez. I know, but, uh, no good deed goes unpunished. I reckon. That's for sure. But anyway, that was oh my, my excitement for the week. Yeah, no kidding. When did that happen? Last uh, the Wednesday. Oh. Thursday. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Recently. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good note to finish on. Uh, <laughs> As ever. So Not dying is a triumphant note. Yeah, I call it a win. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks, everyone, for sticking around for the first in our Insane Ramblings rerun specials. If you'd like to contribute some of your own favourite moments, feel free to contact us. We'd love to hear what it is that you've enjoyed out of the first 100. Yep, I've been Ben. You can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. I have been and will remain, Vicky. Uh, you can reach me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net will reach us as well. Go to facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Post some of your favourite moments there or get in contact with us if you'd like. And uh, subscribe and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Away, Away see you boat. Also, I need your help in drawing something. Because I bought him a book he wanted as a going away present. I haven't given it to him yet, obviously. Yeah. I'll give it to him when he goes. Um, but the cover's really fruity. What <laughs> so do you mean? It's a bit... <laughs> it's a bit less masculine. Is it Vicky's Guide to Homosexuality? <laughs> ben, how did you know? <laughs> I saw you writing it, trust me. <laughs> Chapter one. I don't know why you need to put those giant cocks on the cover. <laughs> no, there's a butthole now. Oh, good. Yeah. I thought that was the back cover. No, it's smiling. Yikes. No, it's the front. Because it's, it's like just like the homosexuals, the bum is the front to them. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the official ruling. <laughs> you go to homosexuality.com. Yeah. The slogan. The bum is the front. The bum is the front to us. <laughs> he did say he was an ass bear. Good to know. <laughs> I'm glad you got the important things out of the way divorce and what man you are. <laughs> what do you think you are? Boobs or bum? You already had this conversation. Oh, you said face, didn't you? But if they had no face... <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to be dating a no-faced person? If no one had faces. And I couldn't see their <laughs> boobs or bum? <laughs> because of the lack of face. I was the only person in the world with the face. Yes. What would I choose? Yes. I'd probably say who's got the hottest tits. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only man in the world with a face. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be wanting to sleep with these people that much today. Sounds a bit freaky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, he's a... So you're boobs man, obviously. Yeah, obviously, of that scientific <laughs> analysis. Well, do you look at boobs or bum? Or are they both involved? No, I'd say boobs. Boobs. Well, he likes bums. I'm glad to establish this. Yeah, so just in case you ever meet him, you're an ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't understand how men can be bum men, though. Um, I don't know. It's just one of these things. You like girls' bums, obviously. Mm. <laughs> but why? You have a bum. But I guess I got nipples as well. <laughs> and I do have a face, face. as established. <laughs> Give it in the scenario where no one else has faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Insane ramblings.